Progressive presents Get Pumped. Inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive Name Your Price Tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody out there, my name is Dr. Ray Tomos, I'm a chiropractor here in Miami, Florida, and an official sponsor of the ISPS International Slow Pitch Softball League. Welcome to the Hot Corner here Thursday nights at 7 on Blog Talk Radio. We're going to be covering everything about general health, chiropractic, slow pitch softball, other sports as well, whatever you the listener wants to listen to. This show is based primarily for you guys to keep you entertained and to keep you informed. Call in or tweet us to get on the air. We'll be giving out the number and all our information throughout the show. Hope you guys enjoy and get ready for the Hot Corner. And welcome back, everybody. It's me, Dr. Ray Tomos, your chiropractor here. On Twitter, you know me as at Dr. Ray T. Um, Softball Magazine has just dubbed me the softball playing chiropractor. I don't have a problem with that. I think that's pretty cool right there. It's nice to be known as a chiropractor out there. You know, every time I'm playing, everybody says, oh, Dr. Ray, doc this, doc that. And, oh, every time somebody gets hurt, oh, does somebody get a referral for Dr. Ray, all kinds of crazy stuff. But it's nice to be known that way and uh, definitely a lot of fun playing softball. Uh, one of the things that I love doing and, and very blessed to be able to have the opportunity to be on the air and, and reach some uh, reach some different people and whoever's out there listening, definitely appreciate that. And we're looking for some interaction from you guys out there. We're planning a great show for you tonight. We are going to be here for a full hour tonight, Thursday, like always, <clears throat> unless there's a game at 8 o'clock here on the Hot Corner. And I just wanted to remind you guys of the information. If you want to get on the air tonight at all, or if you want to send us any of your tweets, um, if you want to get involved with any of the conversation that we're having tonight, wanted to remind you that the guest call-in number is 347, that's area code 347-637-3978. Again, 347-637-3978. Three nine seven eight. So if you want to call up the show, tonight we're going to be talking about muscle aches and pains. Do we heat them? Do we stretch them? Do we ice them? What's the right way to take care of our muscles when they're hurting? What are some of the other considerations that we can take when it comes to having muscular pain? What does muscular pain mean? Um, that's one of the big things out there. There's a lot of people that have muscular pain on a day-to-day basis and they don't know what it's, why it's there or what's happening. Uh, so that's what we're here to clear up a little bit. And if the softball community out there is listening, I know that they're dealing with tight muscles all the time because I know I deal with, with tight muscles uh, myself frequently, and I try to be as healthy as I possibly can. Again, nobody's perfect, you know, um, <clears throat> but I, I definitely do try to take care of myself, you know, as much as I can and set an, and set an example as well too. So I'm going to tell you guys a couple of the things that I do when I have tight muscles and Again, some of the success that I've had with that, um, just taking care of myself and also with my own patients. So we're going to go over a few of those things. And then also tonight's top three segment, 
baseball traditions or superstitions. I want to know what you guys do before games, before football, or excuse me, well, if you want to talk about football games also, but primarily baseball traditions and softball uh, traditions and superstitions, because I know that being a, a baseball player myself, softball player myself, tons of superstitions out there that people have, uh, high socks, low socks, not washing stuff, uh, jerseys, no sleeves, uh, wearing certain undershirts, whatever the case may be. So I'm going to tell you guys my top three uh, traditions or superstitions, um, and then we'll hopefully we'll hear some some from our audience out there as well too. So if you guys want to get involved again tonight, it's going to be all about muscles, aches, and pains, and traditions and superstitions. So if you uh, don't want to call in and you're a little bit uh, shy, please feel free to go ahead and send us some tweets. Um, you can reach us at Dr. Ray T. That's D-R-R-A-Y-T. As well, you can also reach us at ISPSO. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, either through International Slow Pitch Softball or through facebook.com slash 353heal. Uh, so as usual, Thursday nights, I've got my, my buddy on here, the man who makes this all possible, Mr. Manuel T. Ferrero III. Uh, Manny, are you there with me tonight? Hey, good afternoon, Dr. Ray. How are you? I'm doing great. You know what I love, Manny? As, as soon as daylight saving times happens, it, it turns into good afternoon instead of good evening. But it is already 7 o'clock, so <laughs> it does definitely feel like the afternoon, though. Oh, yeah. I sometimes uh, I sometimes get a little bit uh, confused myself with the daylight savings time down here in Miami, Florida. I'm telling you, I never know. I used to be able to know. Okay, you know, I'm getting it's getting ready to be closing time. Start getting ready for the show. Now it's it's bright outside the office. I want to be out there playing some softball or doing something. But uh, I'm here with you guys, and it's it's time to get down to a little business tonight. And um, <clears throat> I wanted to see if we had any uh, any response yet or anything like that from the Twitterverse or Facebook or anything like that. Any uh, anything yet, Manny? Yeah, we already have a couple of people uh, chiming in on tonight's top three. All right, excellent. So let's hear a couple of them. Well, um, let's see. Gus has a couple of um, couple of superstitions he does. He uh, signs off the cross. He does a uh, like the Christian cross every time he comes up to bat. Uh, that's his main superstition. And also, we've been We've been seeing a lot of these uh, jumping over the chalk line or jumping over the foul line. Uh, nobody likes to, to touch that that white chalk. It's like uh, it's like kryptonite to some of us out there. So uh, yeah, those are those are two from Gus right there in Florida. Thanks, Gus, for uh, chiming in on Facebook. Excellent. That's awesome. And, and as a matter of fact, uh, he he actually stole one of my top three. That's something that I do every time that I'm coming in. Um, I always do a little heel click as I jump over the uh, over the line on the way in from from usually playing over there third base or shortstop where I normally play. Uh, so that's a great one. I love it because that's one that I do all the time as well too. So thanks a lot for that, Gus. And uh, we'll continue as they as they roll in uh, to to reveal more of the superstitions and traditions that are out there. And I got to tell you, Manny, I am getting excited. Baseball season is right around the corner. We've actually already had a couple games. Um, over in Australia. So uh, we've got opening day coming up now. The 31st, I believe, is the first day of games. What are you looking forward to, and uh, is there anything you do to prepare for the season at all? 
Well, um, of course I'm excited, dude. It's it's baseball season. Um, you know, we've we've been away from baseball season now for a few months. Um, I'm just excited to go uh, back to Marlins Park. I, I really love that stadium, even even if the team doesn't do so well. I, I really love uh, that Budweiser bar that they have back there in left field. Um, I just love the whole. Uh, design of the park uh, when they open up the roof or they open up the windows back there it's just like a it's like a really cool experience it's like you're indoors but you're also outdoors and you feel the breeze and it's it's really cool very very comfortable with the with the air conditioning there as well and um also my favorite i'm really really looking forward to uh going back to um going to get that pan con lechon back there in the uh, flavors of Miami uh, food um, concessions over there that they have back there by left field over there at Marlins Park. So I'm really looking forward to that panko lechon. Oh, man, I'll tell you what, that panko lechon sounds good, but that's not something to have on the regular. Um, And I'll tell you why, as soon as we get into a little bit more about muscle aches and pains and how certain foods can create some inflammation. Now, that being said, I have been known to enjoy myself a panko lechon every time I go to the park and go to Taste of Miami. But I don't go to all 162 games. So, again, everything in my of, for, for some of our non-speak, uh, non-Spanish-speaking uh, listeners, why don't you tell them what a panko lechon is? Oh, man, a panko lechon is probably one of the most delicious, heart-clogging things that you could possibly have. Uh, it, it's a it's a sandwich used with Cuban bread. Sometimes they put some papitas on it. They, there's usually some nice Spanish sauce that comes along with it as well too. But it's basically a pork sandwich done Cuban style. Um, sometimes it's flattened. I like it when it's been a little bit flattened. I think they flatten them over there at the park. Um, but again, like I said, a lot of inflammation there. You know, <laughs> a lot of a lot of cholesterol altering substances in there. But definitely great to enjoy every once in a while. So. For the non-Spanish speakers out there, we're talking about pork sandwiches, which are a Cuban delicacy. And, you know, one of the things I love about Marlins Park is that they've really taken a lot of the culture down here from Miami, and they've kind of infused that into the stadium. Um, but you're right, Manny. That's a beautiful place. There's not a bad seat in the house there. You know, it, it's just an amazing view. Uh, I wish there was a few more home runs, though. You know, I'd, I'd like to see Stanton blast a few home runs out of there. You know, he's actually my favorite player in the game right now. And every time that I've gone to a game, I still have yet to see him hit a home run live. So uh, hopefully that will well, change this year. I'm going to plan to go to, to as many games as I can, and hopefully Stanton will be able to knock one out for me this year. Now it's the third year that I'm going to watch him uh, watch him hit over there. So we'll see what happens. How many? Let me, let me ask you, Manny, over under, how many do you think Stanton's going to hit this year? Do you think he, he breaks 40 this year? No. <laughs> Really, really simple. No, I don't think so. Um, but getting back to that home run thing in Marlins Park, when I, you just reminded me, when I interviewed uh, Kevin Philby, uh, one of the long-haul bombers down here from uh, Mike and Sports, um, they had the championship of the long-haul bombers tour. You know, they go along, around the country uh, competing in like a home run derby with brackets and stuff around the uh, baseball stadiums, the Major League Baseball stadiums. And he told me that it was completely different uh, hitting with the roof closed and the and the windows closed than it was with it open. So uh, I bet you that has a lot 
it's going to affect a lot of Stanton's number, and not only Stanton's, but the the, the whole team and the, and the people that come in to play the Marlins. Yeah, definitely. I remember, uh, you know, it, it, it's kind of a big deal in fantasy uh, baseball when it comes down to are, are stadiums pitcher-friendly or are they hitter-friendly? And there's a few hitter-friendly parks out there, you know, like uh, Great American Ballpark in, in Cincinnati, um, over in Arlington where the Rangers play, that's a hitter-friendly park. Houston has a hitter-friendly park. Uh, the Yankees have a nice short porch and right. I think Seattle is going to be a little bit more of a hitter's park now that they brought the fence in. Uh, same thing over at City Field with the Mets. Uh, actually, I don't know if it's City Field anymore, so don't don't quote me on that. But um, where the Mets play now, I know that they brought those those uh, fences in just a little bit. So, But Marlins Park, I remember they were kind of going, oh, does it matter if the roof is open? Does it matter if the roof is closed? What's going on with, you know, this? What's going on with that? And as it's been playing out, it really has turned into more of a pitcher's park, which is great for us because, unfortunately, pitching is one of the things that we're going to really have to rely on heavily this year as Marlins in order to be competitive at all uh, because based on the lineup that we're putting out there, I don't think that we're going to be scoring that many runs. Uh, It's pretty funny because a buddy of mine uh, who I play fantasy with sent me a picture the other day of all the different uh, payrolls that we have going on in the majors right now. Uh, guess what number we are in payroll? I bet you were dead last or close to it. We are actually second to last, believe it or not. Guess who's first? Wow. Yankees. How did you know? Oh, that's my team, brother. We, we, my, hey, money makes money, bro. You gotta spend money to make money, brother. Ah, uh, well, I'll tell you what. You, you thought the, you thought the Yankees were first, but they're actually second. The Yankees wow. have the Yankees have two hundred and three million eight hundred and twelve thousand five hundred and six dollars worth of payroll this year, and there's one team that has thirty thirty million more out. Who do you think that is? I don't know, man. You got me. Who is it? The L.A. Dodgers. Magic Johnson is spending oh, some money over there. That's right. That's right. And, and, and those Magic are the, Johnson, of course. Yep, and those are the only two teams that are actually spending money above $200,000. So, I mean, I'm mean, excuse me, two hundred dollars Everybody's spending over $200,000. Uh, they're, they're not spending over $200 million. Um, so those are the first two. And Miami comes in second to last. Miami is spending $47,565,400. So, you know, we're paying uh, about a quarter of what they are. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like I said, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a little bit of time to, to get some of that going there. So, you know, we'll see what happens. With, with those guys, and hopefully, like I said, it, it's a brand new, it's a clean, it's a clean slate. Everybody's undefeated right now, so you know we'll we'll see what happens and and how it all works and and what goes on there. And and guess who's in last place, by the way, in payroll? Um, the Mets. Uh, actually, the Mets are twenty second in payroll out of thirty teams. The Mets are spending eighty nine eighty nine million this year. Um. But the, the Houston Astros are actually in last place. Uh, the Houston Astros oh. are spending forty-four million, uh, forty-four million and a half. So you know we're, we're spending uh, three, three, uh, three million more than them. 
which is you know b- about one more player that we've added to the to the one more decent player that we've added there to the roster. So you know we'll we'll see what happens this year. We'll see what kind of uh, breakouts we can get from the Marlins this year. Hopefully we'll have something nice. So you know again I, I'm really excited for the baseball season and seeing what's happening out there, and uh, we'll see what happens this year. But that that breaks down the payroll. If you have an interest in what your favorite team is paying this year and you want to know, go ahead and give us a call. You can reach us at 347-637-3978. Again, that's area code 347-637-3978. You can tweet us your question at Dr. Ray T or at ISPSO. And, uh, Manny, it looks like we actually have a caller on the line right now. Um, So we're going to go ahead and we're going to go to the caller now, and we're going to see who is it that we have on air. Caller, how are you? Uh, Please state your name and any question that you have. Hello? You are on air right now. All right. Well, it looks like we're having some technical difficulties right there with our caller. Maybe he doesn't realize he's on the line. Uh, So what I'm going to ask him to do is if he wants to go ahead and come and actually get back on the air again, uh, we'll go ahead and have him hang up and then call right back so that I know that he is listening and that he can get on the air there. Um, So, Manny... Let's go ahead and move on a little bit. Let's go ahead and reveal our top three. Well, not our top three, but our third one of our baseball traditions or superstitions. So what's your third uh, tradition or superstition of your top three? Uh, Well, my personal one, I don't do this anymore, so I don't want the listeners thinking I'm a nasty person. But uh, my lucky socks, I would never, ever wash my lucky socks. Um, they ended up, I ended up having to get rid of them actually because of holes. Um, but I remember as a young player coming up, my lucky socks, they would never touch water or soap. So that's my uh, third, which really all my top three have uh, have to do with not washing an article of clothing. So uh, <laughs> that's my third uh, top three superstition in baseball. All right, so you you got you got real creative with it, <laughs> my man. That's what I like to hear. Well, uh, actually, my top three was actually already revealed. Um, every time that I play, I always when I'm coming in uh, from playing the field, I'll always do a jump skip and I'll click my heels over the line. Don't really know where it started, but you can always you can always kind of see how, how how hyped up I am to play the game by how high I'm jumping and doing that heel click. Sometimes I feel like I get some nice hang time. And by the way, that hang time has improved since I've changed my cleats out there. Um, I was having a lot of uh, a lot of problems with my feet, and I switched over to turfs. So for all you guys out there who are playing softball and your feet hurt a lot, if you switch over to some turfs, you'll be in a lot better in a lot better shape as far as how your feet go. Um, I have slipped once or twice. You kind of have to learn how to play a little bit in them, but you definitely can. Uh, you definitely can feel a little bit better and, and a little bit lighter on your feet when you have a little bit more uh, contact with the ground. The thing is, a lot of softball fields are very hard, so the cleats don't really dig in, and and you get a lot of pressure on certain points of your feet, and that can cause some pain. So for all you guys out there playing in in rubber cleats or molded cleats, because I know metal cleats aren't allowed then, uh, you know, consider switching over to turfs. And the Reebok ones that I got are real nice. Um, if you guys go on Instagram, at Dr. Ray T, there's a picture there of the cleats that I got, the, the Ziggs, uh, with, a, with a huge trophy that, that we won a couple weeks back uh, at the 
uh, Bar Association, the Florida Bar Association tournament, which was a great tournament and a whole lot of fun. And uh, it was real nice to take home a trophy that was almost as tall as me. So that hey, was a lot. Of fun. Hey, Doctor, Doctor Ray, wasn't that trophy bigger than you? It, it was just about. Um, <laughs> as a matter of fact, if I held it up, it was definitely taller than me. So uh, that was a lot of fun. But again, you guys can check out that picture on Instagram. Um, I may I may tweet that picture back out again later on uh, for the listeners out there. But it looks like our caller has rejoined us. Um, so we're going to go ahead and we're going to go out to the caller again. And uh, hopefully we can get we can get him or her online right now. And uh, caller, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, thank you. And what's your name? And uh, and what can we do for you? Uh, my name is uh, Shelly Matthews. I'm from Lakewood, New Jersey. All right, Shelly, thanks for calling in. You have a question, or yeah. you want to talk about your top three traditions or superstitions? Yeah, I want to talk about my top three. All right, what do you got? Uh, my number one is. I never wash my uniform when I'm on a winning streak. All right. I never, ever wash it. And number two, I never step on the white line. Okay. And uh, number three, because I'm a catcher, and before I catch, I always have to draw a cross in the sand. Oh, okay. So you put it. You actually put a cross in the sand while, uh, before before the game or before every inning? Before the game. Okay, nice. Well, man, those are some great traditions in there. And, um... Are you still playing softball right now? Yes, I am. All right, man. That's awesome. And, and uh, so you, you carry these traditions. Did you play baseball before, and you, you kind of carried these over to softball? Yeah, I carried it. I did it when I was in high school, and I carried it over into softball. That's that's awesome, my man. And, uh, we, well, we definitely appreciate you listening in. Uh, hopefully, you know, you're enjoying the show. Um, and, again, you know, if you ever want to give us a call and, and if you have any questions, about, you know, tonight we're talking about muscles, aches, and pains and those types of things. You're always welcome in. Uh, We really appreciate it. Um, If there's anybody that you want to give a shout-out to or anything like that, go ahead. We'll give you the line for a a minute. Um, And, again, just thanks for calling in. Thank you. I'd like to give a shout-out to my friend down in Miami, Manny, and I hope to hear from you guys soon. I love your show. Thank you. All right, Shelly. Thanks a lot for calling, my man. Hope you have a great one, and uh, hope you hit them long and strong next time you're out there playing. So thanks for calling in again. Thank you, sir. You got it. All right, so that was awesome. Uh, Great top three. Never washing the uniform, never stepping on the white line, and drawing a cross in the sand. So I think that I myself can go ahead and and, uh, get in tune a little bit with with those. Um, uh, To be honest, when it comes to baseball and softball, I haven't done the not washing my uniform. Um, I did that in football, and I think I learned my lesson because in football, <laughs> it was real bad. Uh, <laughs> I'll never forget the smell of that locker room, I'll tell you that. Um, but in, in baseball, I had a couple different traditions, and we'll continue to, to get to those as we move on in the show there. Um, but but thanks again, Shelly, for calling in, and thanks for listening. We definitely appreciate it. And anybody else out there that wants to get on the show again and tell us about their top three, Again, you're more than welcome. If anybody wants to talk about fantasy baseball, if they just had a draft or, or, you know, they want to talk about their teams or anything like that, you know, we've got plenty of time here on the show tonight also to get into some of that. Um, If you guys want, I can actually talk about my team that I drafted this week. Um, Actually, I I did a couple drafts this week, so we can kind of break down my teams if you want, and you guys can tell me where I messed up or if you like my teams or what do you think my odds are. If you guys want to talk about opening day or anything you guys do on opening day for baseball, you know, actually, I think someone I, I, I read a little while ago was trying to get opening day to be a national holiday. 
um, which I think would be great because there's a lot of day games, and, and that would be awesome. Did you hear about that, Manny? No, but I would vote for it if it goes if it goes to vote. I would definitely go for that. Yeah, that makes two of us, man. I think it would be awesome to go ahead and just make, uh, you know, opening day baseball. Let's just make it a, a holiday. Everybody should take the day off. Everybody should watch America's Favorite Pastime. We should get all the kids involved, get all the communities out there to have big watch parties and do all those things. I feel like baseball is one of those things that is really good for kids because um, it teaches you discipline. It teaches you about how to respond uh, to failure. You know, if you fail seven out of ten times in baseball, you're you're almost a Hall of Famer. Uh, so, you know, that's something that's great. And, and actually one of my favorite athletes currently, Jameis Winston, attributes a lot of his success to that as well too. Um, so I think baseball is important for, for our kids. Um, and I would love to see a lot more kids involved in, in baseball. I love going out and seeing the parks and seeing little kids out there. And I especially love it when I see kids, you know, five, six to 10 years old, and they're out there doing the Tommy Mansky drills and they're doing all kinds of stuff. And they're, they're looking like professional ball players. To me, that's awesome. Uh, you know, something that, that I really, really enjoy to see. And I can't wait to actually have some little ones that I can coach and, and be a part of that as well, too, because I definitely, like I said, think sports play a big role in helping mold our children and, and teaching them about discipline and hard work and ethics and being team players. And uh, also it, it, it helps you develop friendships, you know. I've been lucky enough to, to have some of the same friends since I was um, in the fourth grade when I moved down here to Miami. And funnily enough, the, the two of Two of my best friends are, you know, that I still talk to are guys that, that we won a championship when we were in the fourth grade together playing on the Baltimore Orioles. Probably one of the best teams I've ever played on. But think about that, like 20, 20 something years later, and we're still friends. And it's all because of going out there, working hard, sweat, sweat, blood, dust, tears, all that kind of stuff. And, and you know, maybe not so much sweat and blood and tears when, you, when you're in fourth grade. But as you, <laughs> you know, as you get older, that, that's the kind of stuff that happens. But it's a lot of fun to win together and, and to be part of a team. And I think it's important that a lot of kids experience that. And I think making opening day a national holiday would be just a ticket for that, man. That would be amazing. I, you know, I grew up in Chicago and, and watching the uh, – the day games over at Wrigley. For some reason, I feel like Wrigley has the most day games out of any out of any uh, team. But it's just awesome there when the weather's nice in the summer and everybody goes out there and takes their shirt off and just sunbathes. So that's an awesome thing. That was the last uh, Wrigley Field, I believe, was the last stadium to install uh, lights in the stadium. But yeah, man, I, I totally agree, man. I remember um, back in my youth. Um, I used to go to opening day all the time because it, it was always around my birthday, uh, April 3rd. So uh, opening day was kind of like a tradition. And then when I started working, I would actually play hooky from work and uh, spend the whole day at the ballpark down here when uh, the Marlins used to play at Sunlight. So, um, yeah, man, I, I love opening day, and I, I hope to make it out this year again. Yeah, man, I'm telling you. You know, what was awesome is that we uh, actually we went to the last game of the year last year, and uh, we were we were blessed oh, to be able right. to see. We were there together, right? Yeah, that was awesome. We got to see Henderson Alvarez throw that no-hitter, and I remember, and uh, I just remember seeing it. <laughs> we're like, I can't believe we can't score this guy a run. And then all of a sudden, it's the bottom of the ninth inning when the Marlins are up, and it was a little bit kind of anticlimactic because of the fact that, you know, we had – we had the, the no-hitter pitched, and then we had to come up and score a run in the bottom of the ninth. It would have been nice if we had at least one run, and he got the, the, the top half of the ninth inning out, and the game was over. But 
it was still an awesome, awesome game, and the celebration was great, and it was a great way to end the season. And hopefully the Marlins will, uh, yeah, hopefully the Marlins will translate some of that and and bring a little bit of that energy from that from that no hitter and and that walk off win uh, to to open up this season. And hopefully some of these young guys will develop, and we'll see some good baseball down here in South Florida because I'm definitely itching for it. And I know there's a lot of great baseball fans down here that are itching for it as well too. So hopefully we'll see some of that. Um, <clears throat> so Manny, let's uh, let's move on. Let's go number two. What do you have for your number two uh, baseball tradition or superstition? What's the other item of clothing that you do not wash? <laughs> well, Shelly Shelly Matthews from uh, Lakewood, New Jersey. He uh, hit it right on the head. I also, when I'm on a winning streak. I don't I don't uh, wash my jersey as well. I that's something sacred to me. Uh my wife might hate me um but you know, I don't I don't wash that jersey if I'm on a on a model row or something. I don't I don't like to wash that that nice mojo mojo juice off my jersey. I got you, man. I, and I told you I'm with you. I learned my lesson from football, so I wash all my stuff now, but that's one that I used to do in the past. So, I'm with you there. Um, my number two is actually a more recent tradition that I just started doing. Uh, there's, there's kind of a, well, I've done one all my life, baseball or softball, but I've kind of added a little bit to it. Um, ever since I was in high school, uh, my team had a weight bat, uh, where it's basically, it looks like a, like a, a regular bat handle. And then it has kind of a weighted, uh, that you can screw up and down to change the weight on there. And I've been swinging that in the on-deck circle to kind of warm up and loosen up a little bit and increase my bat speed a little bit uh, before every time that I go to hit. But what I try to do is swing the bat a few times, kind of like a windmill. I like to take a few cuts. And then what I do now is I actually always bring my ISPS B45 birch uh, bat. And what I do is I actually try to swing that a couple times and try to get a nice sound like I'm I'm coming through the zone at the right part with the top hand at the right part. And it's a 30-ounce bat, so it's a little heavier than the other bats that I'm swinging. So that also helps me kind of get my timing down a little bit better. So I swing my weight bat, I swing my wood bat a couple times, and then I go up to the plate. And when I get up to the plate, I take my bat, I kind of dig out my box a little bit, and I always tap the left side of the plate, or excuse me, the far side of the plate, and then the close side of the plate, and then I get ready to get in my stance right there. So that's one of the that's one of my superstitions and one of my traditions and one of the things that I always do uh, when I'm getting ready to hit, whether I'm playing baseball on Sunday morning or whether I'm playing softball any of the other nights of the week that I play. Uh, so that's my number two tradition right there. Um, does any? I wonder if anybody else out there has any of those traditions where the, you know when they come up to the plate or. You know, um, it reminds me, have you ever seen the guy, Domingo Ayala, um, who makes uh, some of those funny uh, <laughs> funny YouTube videos? Yes, you of know, course I know Domingo. Uh, what are you, semi-pro? You know, I mean, come on, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> Domingo Ayala, man, that guy's, that guy's definitely, that guy's definitely an awesome, awesome guy. If you guys haven't checked him out, check out Domingo Ayala on YouTube. And you'll see some funny videos. He teaches you how to uh, how to interview with Clayton Kershaw, how to steal bases, how to hit home runs. And uh, one of his things is that every time that you hit a home run, you have to stand at the plate and you have to watch it. And then right when you take two or three steps, you have to pop the chain. So basically what you have to do is you have to pop your chain out of your shirt so that it's bouncing up and down like a huge chain when you're, when you're rounding the bases. And that's just to make sure that the scouts see you. 
so that that's a good that's a good baseball slash softball tradition superstition right there. Uh, so we got to thank Domingo Ayala for contributing tonight to our to our top three segment. Um, do we have anybody else chiming in online uh, there, Manny? Yes, yes. Actually, we have a few. Um, Jesse from Florida. He also jumps the the foul line. So I guess that's that's a very popular uh, tradition, superstition. Because um, really, when you think about it, you're really not affecting the game in any way. Uh, you know, you're just touching some chalk. It's it's an imaginary line. You know, it's. There's no real superstition, but I guess people just don't like to touch that that foul line. It's sacred. Well, that's like that's what superstition is, my man. Just like step on a crack, break your mother's back, you know, step on the foul line, and you know you you'll probably go over. You you get the Mexican sombrero. So you know, for everybody, hey, yeah, else, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna test any uh, any uh, curses uh, curses or anything like that. I'm not I'm not stepping on the foul line either. Don't get me wrong. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, <clears throat> I'm telling you. Oh, okay. Well, we have another one here chiming in uh, from Facebook. Uh, this is Nathan. Uh, Nathan is telling us that he's he knows of a couple uh, top three baseball superstitions and traditions. He he says that he's got a few of them. Um, so his are basically he's got a Doug Mankiewicz wristband that he always wears in his back pocket. Uh, he always puts his right socket on his right sock before his left one. Um, he do he does the right leg before the left one, and the right shoe before the left one. Um, he also goes on to say that he ties the right shoe before the left. So it seems like he does right before left with just about everything in the lower in the lower half. Uh, he also enthusiastically jumps over the foul line. So that's another one. I think everybody so far has that superstition, um, and he never polishes his spikes. Uh, <laughs> he also has a lucky 25 charm pinned inside of his jersey, and if he's wearing stirrups, they're always up. So he's a high sock guy. Um, so there's always a lot of high sock guys out there. Uh, I'm one of them as well, too. Uh, if I don't have to wear any knee brace to protect myself from any of the scabs or scars that I have on my knee from sliding and softball without pants, then I have my socks up as well, too. Uh, so I'm a high sock guy, and so is Nathan. Uh, so thanks, Nathan, for chiming in. That's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good uh, superstitions and traditions there. And I actually played high school baseball with Nathan, uh, so I remember a lot of these things here. I remember him jumping over the foul line. He's kind of a bigger, a bigger German guy, and and it, he kind of looks funny when he jumps, but he always did, it, but he always did it. And I remember him never polishing his spikes. I can definitely attest to that. I remember coach making him run for that a couple times. So, uh, you know, sometimes our superstitions will cause us a little bit of anguish and a little bit of trouble, but hey, if if it if it gets the job done, then it's always worth it. So, uh thanks again for contributing Nathan. A couple great great uh traditions there. So, um, um Dr. Ray, we, Dr. Ray, we have uh Nelson from Tachira, Tachira, Venezuela listening in. He uh, has a lucky jersey number, number 15, and he also does not use batting gloves. He feels he does better without them. And when his team is in crunch time, they wear their cap inside out. Rally caps. Ah, the rally caps. I can't believe we haven't had anybody talk about rally caps yet. Uh, You know, I'm going to talk a little bit about when we get to my top, when we get to one of my top traditions there. We're going to talk a little bit about rally caps in in something in a specific context. Context. So we'll get there in a little bit. So 
Thank you for listening all the way from, what was it, Venezuela? Tachira, Tachira, Venezuela. Nelson. All right. That is awesome. Well, thanks for listening in. Gracias, amigo, por, por, por el comento ahí que nos dejaste. And thank you very much again. And um, with that, Manny, I want to kind of move in a little bit to some of our topic here. Actually, um, Dr. Gray, be, before you go into the uh, topic, I think uh, I think I got to mention this person. Uh, Jimmy is uh, your your... Your on show uh heckler if you if you must uh okay he's uh, uh he wants you to stop laughing dr ray he wants you to be serious and let me see he says he also touches the white chalk with his hands and he rubs his hands all over it and uh let me see what else he says he says well he uses uh Let's just say he says F Domingo Ayala, but he didn't use F. He used the actual word, and <laughs> and um, actually Jimmy says um, I don't know if I could say this on air, but there is no bad words. He says uh, his superstition is uh, when he comes up to bat, he scratches his nuts, he smells his hands, and then he holds his bat. So uh, there you go, Jimmy from Florida, your uh, show heckler slash hater, Dr. Ray. Wow. We're going to have to get Jimmy on the line one of these days. One of these days, Jimmy is going to go ahead and, and he's going to pick up the phone and he's going to call in and he's going to be able to tell us this stuff because i got to hear some of this stuff straight from his mouth. You know, if he wants me to be serious, I'll be serious, but I really don't see the point in it. We're all here to have fun and keep everybody entertained. And I'll tell you what, Domingo Ayala does some great entertaining. So I might have to make a DVD just for Jimmy of all Domingo Ayala, and I might have to just sit him down and go over that with him and make sure that he understands just how funny Domingo Ayala is. So I think I think we should have Domingo, Domingo and Jimmy call in the show together and, ha- and have them uh, talk it out. You know what? I think that we should, as a matter of fact. We should, we should have them do an, an on-air interview. And see what we can do in order to get these guys, uh, in order to get these guys to kind of to bury the hatchet a little bit, because nobody should be upset with Domingo Ayala, um, and nobody should be wanting me to be more serious. Because as a doctor, when you start talking serious, there's normally a problem. So let's keep it lighthearted here, and let's get everybody out there who wants to be entertained and wants some information, some of that information. Uh, Jimmy, we do definitely thank you for listening, and and again, uh, your comments are definitely appreciated. And uh, like I said, don't be afraid to call in and let us know how you really feel. Um, it'd be great to have you. It'd be great to have you on air. Uh, so thanks again for that. Uh, do we have anything else? Oh, hey, doctor, the topic there, Doctor Ray. If uh, if you if you got a hater, it must mean you're doing something right. So uh, hey, we welcome Jimmy to the show anytime. Hey, exactly, man. You know, if if you don't have any haters, then you're not doing anything that that's worth it. So. A hundred percent. You hit the nail on the head there, Manny. So uh, definitely we appreciate it. Anybody else who has any comments, again, no matter whether they're good, whether they're bad, I'd like to be positive. Um, But, hey, every comment, everybody deserves an opinion. That's why we live in one of the greatest countries in the world, uh, because you get to have that here. So if you want to express it on the show, you're more than welcome. Um, Again, if you do want to call in, uh, you're more than welcome. The the guest call-in number is 347 637 Three nine seven eight. Again, that's area code three four seven six three seven three nine seven eight. You can also tweet us um, if you want to get some of those 
out there online if you if you can't have if you can't call in uh you can tweet us at dr ray t you can use the hashtag the hot corner uh for the show we're here monitoring twitter so whatever you guys however you guys want to participate you're more than welcome um and with that manny is it all right if we move into the topic of the night uh yeah go ahead dr ray it's your show brother all right, my man. I just wanted to make sure we didn't have anybody else that we wanted to include. Uh, feel free to go ahead and let me know if anybody else pops up. Um, but what I wanted to talk about again uh, tonight and get you guys some, some health information like we always do on the show here tonight is all about muscles, aches, and pains, and what are spasms, and why do we have them, and so on and so forth. So, you know, the biggest thing that we have to do and, and the biggest thing that we have to realize is that whenever we have a symptom, there's a reason behind it. And that's really what we have to try to decipher as, as uh, healthcare professionals. So when you go to see a doctor and you have a symptom, he should be thinking, okay, what's happening here? Not just, oh, this symptom has this protocol and this is what I'm going to do. And, you know, if it doesn't get better, then I'm going to send you somewhere else. Uh, you know, unfortunately, that's a lot of what our medical system looks like. And there's a lot of people that kind of slip through the cracks. Uh, the biggest thing that I try to do for my patients is try to get to the bottom of what is causing their symptoms. Now, when it comes to muscle pain, there can be a few different issues that, that are causing that. Um, if it's a muscle pain that appears out of nowhere, it could be due to some kind of a trauma, some kind of an injury. And remember that not all traumas and injuries have to be car accidents or collisions with the fence or diving on the floor or anything like that. It could be chronic repetitive injuries, such as reaching for the mouse, reaching for the phone. Uh, you know, some people have jobs where they for example, clean boats and have to wax boats and they're doing the same motions over and over again. And these repetitive stress injuries can also cause the muscles to basically become overworked. Now, every night when you go to sleep, your muscles should be kind of repairing. Now, your muscles repair based on what you're giving your body as far as food goes. So those who break down muscle a lot should be eating a lot of protein because muscle is actually made out of proteins and amino acids, which are the smallest forms of proteins. So a great thing to do is if you know that you play a lot of sports or if you do a lot of exercise or if you break down muscle a lot um, because you have a job where you do a lot of physical activity, then you should have a little bit more protein in your diet. Um, normally, it's 0.8 grams per body weight, per pound of body weight per person. If you're an athlete, you can, you can bump that up to 1.2 uh, grams of protein per pound of body weight a day, um, but those are the recommendations that I give to my patients as far as how much protein you should be bringing in. What kind of protein you bring in is very important. Some people are sensitive to dairy. Some people are sensitive to whey and casein, which are derivatives of protein that can be found in milk and beef, for example. Um, but where you're getting the protein from is important. If you're buying huge tubs of protein that are like the 20-pound tubs and, you know, they last you at least three, four, five, six months, I don't really think that that's a high-quality protein. Um, and the reason is because it's probably from a source that is very cheap. It's probably from a source that the, the protein source has been fed grains and is inflammatory and has hormones and antibiotics and a whole bunch of different things pumped into it. And, again, remember, you get out what you put in. So if you're spending the least amount of money possible – on your food and on your on your supplements and on your protein, then you're going to be getting the least amount of quality out of those things as well too. So that's one of the things that you definitely want to be careful with is trying to, you know, save a buck here 
but not giving your body what it needs when it comes to replenishing those amino acids and those proteins that you're breaking down through exercise, through playing sports, and through just general repetitive stresses. Um, so, again, I offer different types of protein in the office. I have dairy-free proteins. I have pea proteins. I've got vegan protein. I've got beef protein. I've got uh, all different kinds of proteins. So, Again, if you guys have any questions about what proteins are good for you, how much protein do you actually need uh, when it comes to when it comes to b trying to build muscle mass or trying to repair muscles that have been injured, uh, feel free to tweet, feel free to call. You can reach the office seven eight six three five three heal. You can go to the website three five three heal dot com. Um, and if you want to talk a little bit about it on the show tonight, again, uh, we've got about sixteen minutes left, and the and the call in number is area code three four seven. Six three seven three nine seven eight. Manny, do you ever take any type of protein, or have you ever done any protein supplementation at all, or any anything like that? Uh, yeah, it's called steak. But um, I have a um, tradition um, <laughs> superstition um, about protein. Here we have um, Rene. I think this is kind of weird. He sacrifices a goat before every tournament. What do you think about that, Dr. Ray? Is that a weird superstition or what? Well, I'll tell you what. If he's playing in America, I don't know if there's any laws against that or not. So if he's doing that, hopefully he uh, he does that somewhere nice and quiet where there's not a lot of witnesses. Um, and uh, we also have um, Mr. Rodriguez says, thanks to Dr. Ray, my neck pains are now gone. So uh, we have actually, a, uh, I guess, a patient of yours chiming in, Mr. Rodriguez. And also, um, I don't know if this is going to be a family-friendly question. Uh, I bet you he's messing around with us also. But um, Carlos from Florida has a friend that has back pains all the time. Can it be from a swollen, a swollen female uh, body part? Let's just leave it at that. Uh, let's leave it at that. I, I tell you what, I got one piece of advice, and this is one that my that my uh, baseball coach used to tell me, and that's pull the string. Um, but no, seriously, you know, if you do have if you do have chronic back pain, um, and it's been bothering you for more than three months, it's definitely time for a checkup. It's time to to try to figure out what the body's telling us. And again, you know, that leads me back into what I was saying earlier: is that every symptom is there for a reason. And if you can't figure it out and you can't change that reason on your own, that's when you need uh, the you know the help of a professional. And, and that's what that's what I'm here for. That's what other chiropractors are around for. Um, unfortunately, your primary care physician, for the most part, is a little bit limited into what he can do for aches and pains. Uh, really, all they can give you are muscle relaxers and pain relievers. But those actually don't do anything to help fix the problem. Um, as a matter of fact, those types of medications can actually worsen the issue um, until you need a, some kind of an intervention or surgery or you have to stop playing completely. Uh, so when it comes to medications and you have muscle spasm, again, it's important to know why you have the muscle spasm because if it's a disc herniation that's causing a muscle spasm, that's your body's own protective mechanism. So if you ever get all of a sudden a really tight back and there's a little bit of pain kind of shooting down into your butt or down your leg or up your back a little bit, it could be that you actually have a little bit of pressure on one of the nerves in your spine that's coming from one of the discs in between your bones. And that's called a herniation or a bulge or a prolapse. There's a lot of different words for it. But if you happen to take a muscle relaxer, 
when your body is in spasm like that, and then you go and you play a softball game, for example, and you twist, you could be twisting and putting a lot more pressure on that on that disc and end up making your problem a lot worse to where you can put tons of pressure on that nerve. You start losing muscle mass in your leg. You start losing feeling. You start to get numbness. You start to get tingling. You start to get cramps and shooting pains. And if you have any of that, the time to get evaluated was two weeks ago. Uh, so definitely, if you have any of those pains where you're experiencing radiation, um, you definitely want to get checked up, and, and more than likely, you're going to be looking at an MRI. Um, so if that's the case and you have any of those issues, you want to get you want to get checked up for sure. Um, so definitely be careful with radiation. Um, but muscle spasms can also, again, as I mentioned, be your body trying to protect itself. So that's one of the things that a muscle spasm can tell us. Another thing that a muscle spasm can tell us is that you're doing a motion a repetitive motion too much and your muscle can't keep up with the damage. So <clears throat> if I were to do 500 crunches right now, tomorrow I would wake up and I would be pretty darn sore. But if I were to rest and then I were to do 500 again and then rest and do 500 again, my body eventually would be able to do 500 crunches. And that's how you build a muscle up to tolerance and you, and you allow it to basically function at the level that you need it to function. <clears throat> the problem is is that a lot of us that have these repetitive, these repetitive stress injuries don't really exercise those muscles in order to prepare them for the work that we're doing, and that's when they start to turn into chronic muscle problems, chronic muscle aches and pains. So that's one of the things that we want to be careful with. Um, now, I do actually notice that we have a caller online, um, so I'm going to take a quick break here while we're talking about muscles. And I want to see if we can get uh, our caller on the line here and, and see. Caller, are you there? And if you are, please tell us your name and where you're calling from. Hey, what's going on? My name is Jay. I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale, man. All right, Jay, thanks for calling in. What can we do for you? I uh, just had a quick question for you, man. What uh, what stretching exercises, if any, do you recommend before any physical activity for, uh, I don't know, man, us guys are getting uh, getting old. <laughs> Definitely, I understand. Um, well, it depends on the type of activity. Um, normally, you want to do a general warm-up, and then you want to do a little bit more of a, of a specific warm-up. Um, so before any activity, I think it's always good to get some blood flow, you know, a little 5- to 10-minute jog or a little, you know. I know a lot of guys just show up to the field, for example, in softball and just go play. But one of the best things to do is actually get a nice little general warm-up going to where you can heat up your body, uh, get some blood flow going. And then you can start to specifically warm up. So, for example, if you're playing softball, uh, a great thing to do is take a little jog around the field a couple times, maybe jog out to the fence and back a couple times. And then from there, what you can do is you can start to do, uh, you know, focus on throwing, start slow, you know, kind of ease into the, into the things that you're doing. Um, so really you want to get a general warm-up first, and then you want to start to focus on specifically warming up other parts. And you never want to stretch muscles when they're completely cold. So that's why the general warm-up is important. So when you get out there, you want to get that little warm-up in, and then you want to go ahead and then you want to stretch once you've had some blood flow going. And if you want to stretch, I'd say the most important thing is to stretch out. <clears throat> if you're playing sports where you have to sprint a lot, most common injuries are going to be hamstrings and shoulders and those types of things. So you want to be careful with those. A uh, great way to stretch hamstrings is just, is just to kind of hang <clears> – <throat> Keep your legs straight and, and hang. let your body hang, and that will stretch out your hamstrings. Shoulder circles are, the, are great things to warm up your shoulders. You know, bring your, your arm across your body and behind your body and feel that stretch and hold it. So those are great when you're getting out there to play softball. 
Um, so uh, hopefully that answers the question. And while we have you on the line, I'd like to know if you have any any uh, baseball traditions or, tr- or superstitions that you know about or that you've heard about or that you actually uh, that you actually perform when, when you play. Oh yeah, for sure, man. I got a I got a funny one. It's uh, the, I, I'm sure a lot of people do this. If I got a big game coming up, a championship game, I have no kind of sex or anything like that before, man. That fucks everything up. Oh, sorry about the the word there. <laughs> That's all right, my man. Um, you know, I, I've heard that a lot, um, and I got to tell you, based on what I know about physiology, I think that that's a good idea because. When you actually do have an orgasm, that's activation of your parasympathetic nervous system, your parasympathetic nervous system, and that's really more about kind of rest and relaxation and digestion and those types of things. And that's the opposite of what you want before you're getting geared up to play. Um, so definitely, that's a good idea. Uh, you, you definitely want to keep the gun loaded uh, before you get out there to go play. Um, so for all you guys out there that are bored before the games, definitely, definitely keep that gun loaded. Uh, so, uh, so thanks for giving us a call here on the show, my man. And, uh, hopefully that was able to answer your question. Did you have anything else you wanted to add or anybody that you wanted to shout out at all? That's it, man. You guys rock. I listen to you guys every Thursday. Uh, the show is great. Uh, you're awesome. And, uh, the Manny and ISPS are, uh, are also, uh, pretty, pretty incredible, man. So you guys keep up the good work and, uh, We'll uh, we'll be listening. So, you got it, my man. We definitely appreciate it, and we look forward to having you call in on the show again. So, uh, have a great one, my man, and uh, and we appreciate the call again. So, take care. All right, and good luck. Be good, my brother. Bye. Bye. All right, that was awesome. So, uh, <clears throat> that's a great tradition, you know, and definitely one that I think has some pretty good some pretty good reason behind it. Um, so, that was great to have another call in. Uh, we're definitely doing real good here with these traditions and superstitions. And, uh, again, a great question, um, definitely a great question. There's a lot of guys that get injured just because they're not warming up. And um, usually what gets injured when you're not warming up are muscles. Um, <clears throat> so that can, that can be something to, that we can try to help you guys avoid out there. Um, so when it comes to having muscles, aches, and pains like we were talking about, uh, what kind of things can you do when you are feeling these aches and pains and you kind of think, oh, I don't need to go to the doctor, you know, I want to wait it out a little bit? Um, well, if you have an acute injury, like you actually feel all of a sudden a muscle pull, uh, the first thing that you want to do is rest. I definitely don't suggest if you feel a twinge in your hamstring or you feel something in your shoulder that you keep playing, you want to be careful with that. Um, my suggestion is to definitely rest. That, that specific muscle, not to do any very intense exercise or, or workouts for that specific muscle, but not to rest completely to where you don't do any exercise. Cardio is actually a great thing to do when you have a muscle strain because it increases blood flow to that muscle, and that increases your ability to basically heal. You bring more oxygen to the tissues, more nutrients to the tissues, and you help the muscles heal at a faster rate. So actually, every single time that you raise your body's temperature one degree, every single process in your body proceeds 13% faster. So if you, can, if you can raise your body's temperature for half an hour to an hour doing some nice cardio, then you're increasing your body's ability to repair that muscle and to heal much faster. So <clears throat> nice light cardio is a great thing to do whenever you have muscle aches and pains. Um, what else can you do? Well, you want to be careful with what you're eating. Fried foods very sugary foods, a lot of processed foods, 
these things will cause you to actually experience more pain because they actually increase inflammatory mediators inside of your body. So what the heck is an inflammatory mediator? Well, basically, it's the way that your body communicates with itself. White blood cells breed white blood cells, which tell your body, hey, there's a problem here, and they continue to send more white blood cells to help repair the area and take care of the area. And that, unfortunately, does cause us pain. So you want to be careful when you have an injury that you're eating as best as you can, that you're, that you're trying to drink water or tea or those types of things. You want to stay away from soda, from Red Bulls, from those things, even coffee, because that restricts blood flow. And it, can, and it can sometimes hinder your body's ability to heal and get better. Um, as I mentioned, you want to be careful with certain medications because sometimes they can, they can make more pain than others. Now, or excuse me, cause more damage than, than before. Um, but if you have such a severe problem that you need to take painkillers or muscle relaxers, you definitely want to get a checkup as well too. Don't just go in the medicine cabinet and get the you know five-year-old prescription of naproxen or flexerol that you had and take that and then go out and play again because you're probably going to end up hurting yourself more and uh, making it harder for your doctor to figure out what's going on there. So that's a precaution that you guys definitely want to take. Um, now, chiropractic is actually excellent for muscle aches and pains, even though most people don't attribute chiropractic to muscles. They attribute it a little bit more to bones. But the muscles, when they get tight, they actually pull the bones. And the bones can become misaligned, and that can actually put pressure on the nerves that take care of those muscles. So chiropractic is a great way to help loosen up the muscles through stretching. Most chiropractors know how to do uh, specific stretching for each specific muscle. Uh, most chiropractors know how to do some soft tissue work on that, whether they use myofascial tools. Uh, like, like myself, I have tools in my office that I'll normally put on um, a little bit of a lubricant on the skin like cocoa butter or biofreeze or something like that. And I'll use some, some metal tools to kind of break down the tissue in the right way so that the body can kind of respond to that and heal from it in a better fashion, just like exercise. When you exercise, you break your body's tissues down and then they come back a little bit stronger. Um, so that's, that's one of the things that, that we can do um, as far as helping out with, muscle, with uh, muscular aches and pains. And, of course, the adjustments are something that can definitely help out as well, too, because they allow the muscles to kind of reset to their natural tension, and, and they allow the nerves that feed the muscles to basically get a little bit better as well there, too. Um, <clears throat> I also, in my office, when I have patients come in that have a lot of acute pain, I recommend some anti-inflammatory supplements, not anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen or anything like that, but actually things a little bit more like ginger and curcumin and turmeric and boswellia and ginseng and a, a few of those other natural supplements um, that can really help your body kind of detoxify, break down some of those immune complexes that happen when you have injury, and that can help your body basically replenish itself. So if you have aches and pains, uh, one of the things that you want to do also is work on specific exercises to rehab, and that's one thing that your chiropractor can help you out with. Um, now, if you're considering chiropractic or physical therapy, every physical therapist can do physical therapy. Um, most chiropractors do chiropractic and physical therapy as well, too, so you get a little bit of both worlds there. Um, but some chiropractors don't do any physical therapy at all, do anything at all don't work with those types of injuries at all. Um, if you guys are interested in knowing that, it's easy. Call up the office and ask if they work with sports injuries and ask if, if they have, uh, you know, experience with that. Um, if you're not in the area down here, um, those are some of the questions that you want to ask. Um, but definitely in my office, we can help with all types of sports injuries to diagnose them, um, to look at, at MRIs or x-rays or whatever we need to in order to decipher exactly what it is that's going on there. Uh, so, 
If you guys, again, have any questions about aches and pains or, you know, if, if you've had something for a long time that's been going on with your muscles or you keep pulling your hamstring or there's the same pain over and over again and you want to figure it out and you want to heal from it so you can keep playing at your best, uh, you know, give us a call. Let us know. You, you can email me. You can tweet me. Whatever you want to do. Again, the, uh, the, the phone number here to the office is 786-353-HEAL. The website is 353heal.com. Uh, so you guys can find us there. And, um, you know, again, you're more than welcome to, to call in on the show um, in the future. We're a little bit short on time here today. We had a great show with our with our top threes. Actually, Manny, we didn't get to our top number yep. one. So quickly, let's go ahead and let's do that. Manny, what's your number one tradition or superstition? Well, I'm going to tell you my top one, and I got a couple of others that I want to uh, tell you from uh, – some texters before the show's end. But my number one, and I still do this to the till today, um, I have never, ever washed a baseball cap or a baseball hat ever in my life. I really think that is a uh, really sacred, superstitious. Um, you know, I've never, thank God, I've never had an injury on the field or anything like that, and I think uh, that might have something to do with it. So uh, never wash your hat out there. That's my number one superstition, baseball superstition. Awesome. And, and you know what? I did that also. And um, I want to tell you that Gabe from Florida, our good friend Gabe, the ISPS Florida State Director, his three are he cleans the box before he steps in to hit, then he uh, taps the plate with the end of the bat before hitting, and then he taps the bur- the dirt off of his cleats before he hits. And um, Billy Bob from Mississippi, I don't know if this is uh, a real person or if he's his alter ego, but I think uh, he was listening in earlier when uh, Jay mentioned about having sex before the game, but Billy Bob from Mississippi says he has sex with his sisters before every game. So uh, there you go. Thanks, Billy Bob from Mississippi. (laughs) I wonder what Billy Bob's hitting on the season. Uh, We're going to have to figure that out, and maybe we can see on the next show. Um, So (laughs) we'll figure out. We'll check in with Billy Bob next week, and we'll see how he's doing there. Um, So let's get, you know, my number one baseball tradition and superstition is you know, before every season, I actually have to watch Major League One and Major League Two. Um, I don't know why I've been doing it, probably for the past 10 years, um, but every season I always sit down and I always make some time and I always watch Major League One and Major League Two, and it kind of gets me in gear. Um, so I'm going to be doing that this next week right before uh, right before baseball season starts up. So that's going to be awesome. And I'm um, definitely excited for the, for the season and, <clears throat> and for uh, – for the show, man, we had a great show tonight. Thank you, to every, thank you to everybody who called in and was a part of it. Thanks for everybody who told us about their traditions. Uh, we had a lot of people jumping over lines. We had a lot of people not washing stuff. Uh, so there's a lot of smelly jumpers out there in, in baseball and softball. So <laughs> no wonder it's such a great game, man, and that's why we love it so much. So, um, again, thank you for everybody for, uh, for being a part of the show tonight and for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week here on the Hot Corner. Um, and Manny, if there's anybody else that you wanted to give a shout out to, go ahead. And I, I really want to give a shout out to all the listeners and all the people who uh, chimed in and, and send in their texts. And um, you know, they really make the show. Um, you know, if if we don't have them, the show doesn't 
doesn't flow right. I mean, I, I even if there's some some people out there are messing around or whatnot, but it makes the show fun. It makes it interesting. Uh, even if we have a couple of hecklers out there, um, but there are some people that are really listening to the show for real information, and you give great information. So I want to give a shout out to you, Dr. Ray, as well, and. Um, you know, everybody out there listening, man, thanks for listening in. But we really enjoy doing this show, and we, we wish to continue doing it for you guys. Definitely, Manny. I couldn't agree more. <clears throat> really love the interaction with everybody, uh, <clears throat> you know, calling in and chiming in and everything. And, again, that's what we're here for. You know, if not, I'd just be talking to you on the phone for an hour. Uh, but we're doing it here for everybody out there, and hopefully I can get some good information to you guys and I can be of some kind of service to you. Um, and, again, that's what that's what we're here for. So, Thank you again, everybody, for calling in, and uh, have a great week, and we'll see you next week Thursday on the Hot Corner. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile. And right now, trade in an eligible iPhone and you'll save $300. Visit a store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE. If you cancel service, remaining balance is due. Qualifying service and finance agreements required. $279.99 down plus 30 per month times 24. Full price $999.99. 0% APR for well-qualified buyers plus tax on full price. Allow eight weeks for rebate. I don't mean to be so uptight, but my heart's been hurt a couple times by a couple guys that didn't treat me right. I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna lie. Alexa, play meant to be. Okay. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get access to over 50 million songs. Download the Amazon Music app today.